Today we have on former frat star and current successful YouTuber and comedian Trevor Wallace. But first, our bullshit. I think about this almost every time I take a shit about how bad it would be if someone tried to fight me while I was taking a shit. Like, <laughs> like, like, dude, it's probably the most vulnerable you can be with your pants like locking your legs together. You have the best weapon of defense is your own shit. <laughs> Just start throwing <laughs> your own shit. The second he gets shit on him, I mean, he's gonna, that trumps any sort of <laughs> argument you guys had. You just threw shit in his face. You're that telling you me you wouldn't? <laughs> no, I definitely dude, would. The primate would come out in you. Yeah. mentioning sad boy stuff i had my uh, little notebook that i have like you know i wrote down stuff and i was like i'm gonna start doing that again like funny stuff I was, oh, also I by the way like, i need to really interrupt you i uh you left that at my house like i think a year ago or two years ago and i spilled water on it and i just didn't want to tell you that like it got water on it you know the one was like two different you... uh there's two different <laughs> notebooks Okay. The one that you spilled water. I saw that, by the way. I th I definitely talked to you yeah, about that. Yeah, you you guys uh, uh, hashed you guys hashed that out already. Yeah, oh, I really? knew that that ha that one that one was yeah. not the actual notebook. Oh, okay. So that notebook is not like it's not dedicated to that. It actually was a notebook I had for school and stuff. Mm -hmm. And something I did that was really sad, like I didn't I didn't realize it until yesterday, and I was like reading through it, is that I used to like I would buy the notebook in the beginning of the semester. And be like, all right, yeah, here I am, you know, first day of class. And then I would like sometime in the first week of class go to like somewhere towards the end of the notebook of the of the thing and like somewhere near the end of the last like seventy five percent of the pages and write a little note to myself being like, Hey, what's up, Connell? You're a fucking loser. I wonder <laughs> when you're gonna see this. Because it's this time and day. Like I would write the date out of when I'm writing it and I would like circle it and then I would leave it be and completely forget about it. And so then there's just like all these separate occasions of in college of me just like eventually getting to that part in the notebook and being like Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. And I found one of those yesterday, and it was like, hey, Connell, do you want to kill yourself? Because you wanted to this day. <laughs> uh, the boys are really going through it right now. Uh, it's a terrible time in America, and I feel like everyone you know, feels the same way likewise. And the, I think the worst part is kind of I just wish everyone was on the same page. I wish Twitter wasn't everyone yelling at each other for who they're voting for and thinking that they're smarter than everyone else. I feel like everyone on both sides has just lost all their empathy in politics. I, I honestly don't understand how people can't at least get a little bit of an understanding for why people would vote for a candidate. Like, I don't know, man. I don't think anyone it's like, I don't think anyone at the end of the day is like actually happy. Like, are you telling me, that person that is coming after that guy with 20 followers on Twitter who's like Dodge Ram is his profile picture <laughs> and them like going on this eight tweet thread about how racist that person is or is either person like really happy at the end of the day you know what I mean like nobody's nobody's changing their mind well I mean I, I think it's a at least what's been affecting me like dude college is fucking crazy right now too like in my in my opinion like it makes no no sense to me at all there's no motivation there's no motivation it's it's, yeah, all it's these, gonna be it's weird online stuff that you can find online like i i honestly think it's not even just like the computer like aside from the fact that it's like really fucking dumb and boring i like i'm usually quite like an extroverted guy and can talk to people and like pretty willing to like speak my mind 
I, for the first time in my life, I'm like shitting myself to like speak in front of people. Like, and that's so weird because I would be like, you'd think it would be way harder to do in person because it's like actual Dude, people. Tell me about it. I was quarantined for 10 days just by myself. Um, in like a house alone by myself I came out of that dude like and I still haven't been the same like when I'm talking to people I just kind of do that little like fucking I kind of get what you're saying like laugh like the little (laughs) as someone who you know has been procrastinating doing work an expert I diversify my procrastination and recently it's been a lot on reddit and fucking hell the people on reddit are just just like the most infuriate like just there's so many people just like bagging on about how introverted they are and just being like oh yeah. you finally understand how like the pandemic has yeah. been like fucking amazing for me like i was like all oh, this yeah. shit i'm <sighs> not saying that i'm yeah. i know it sounds like i was saying that but i'm not saying that obviously i don't want this to happen but i'm it's it's just like it's it's a, I, would, I would say like this this feeling that other it's nice to have people saying things that i was thinking out loud yeah. how about i'll say it like that that i've always been <laughs> yeah. thinking <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I think fucking, and Toby and I talked about this a while ago, like just in person at the beginning of this fucking pandemic, it was like, Oh no school. We're drinking. We're getting high all yeah. the time. This is fucking awesome. And then, you know, summer, no matter where you were during the summer, like things were looser because it's nice outside and people were, you know, like the cases went down and stuff. And now you're, everyone's getting hit with just a conglomerate of horrible like news like i it's it's crazy like the it's like i feel so hopeless i feel like it's like if you went to like your mom let you go on like a trip with some friends out to like a lake or some shit like that and you're just like having fun with your friends for the first bit like if you're like say you're like 12 but then like and then it's like you have spent like a good week and it's like an awesome time and then, like, she just doesn't come to pick you up. And she said she was going to pick you up. And I feel like I'm in this stage where I'm like, no one's picked me up. And I'm just sitting here like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I feel no sense of purpose. I feel no, like, yeah. relation to anything outside my little bubble. Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, discredit the legitimacy of everything we're saying. But also, like, dude, at, at my school... Um, I was just talking with like our social chairs for the fraternity and basically they have to figure out how to make a fund because we're going to planning on, we're planning on having four social events for every single one. We're going to get a ticket like no matter what cops came to the house three days ago. There was eight people there, dude. There was eight people there. Five people live in the house. So three girls came over. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the cops have nothing else to do either. That's the other thing is they got nothing else to do, except no. <laughs> <laughs> so one is, one one question that's for some reason been I hate this expression, but living rent free in my fucking head is what would be the worst places that you can imagine like someone wanting to like start a fight with you and like just like the worst rooms, uh, places that you go on like a somewhat normal basis. I already, I already, it already Wait, happened. What to is me. the question? What is the norm? Like, where's what's like the word? Like, someone wants to fight you one on one, 
and you're in like no, a room, a place, like a, a venue, or like some kind of oh, spot that you should be in. I'll tell life. you mine, and I think you'll kind of okay. I my mom visited me when I went to TCU in Texas one time. Nice. My mom came to visit once, and is this, a, is this that, are you shaming her for the, for once? Are you mom? No, 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 no. Oh. I didn't mind. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like, this is the one time she's visiting, so yeah. I made a big deal about it. I set up a whole weekend planned. Um, so I brought her to our fraternity tailgate and the treasurer from our fraternity fucking hated me. But like parents would come to the fraternity tailgates if they were in town. Tailgating the school football, right? Yeah, tailgating okay. school football yeah, games. So parents would come all the time. Like it wasn't yeah. like it's not like the kids yeah, kids would do drugs, but they would do them like <laughs> they would do them in like the bathroom and stuff. Like they had, potty. there were nice mm. nice ice sculptures, like tons of booze, mimosas, and this kid went over to my mom and was like I fucking hate your son. He's a, uh, I guess we can't say R word. And then like flipped me off in front of my mom. And I was like kind of freaking out because it was the treasure of my fraternity. And like this kid and I have had bad blood since like the first second I got there. Like just every single time we were drunk and saw each other, just fuck you. I fucking hate this kid, blah, blah, blah. And he's a super serious kid. So I was like, fuck my mom is going to freak out at me or whatever, like say like, Oh, everyone thinks you're such a drunk idiot. Like you, you came with a bad reputation here or whatever. And then like, she, like my, all my friends kind of went over to like calm the situation down and talk to my mom being like, that kid's crazy, dude. Like he's like literally a Nazi. And my, my mom goes, Bobby, why didn't you punch him in the face? <laughs> Grow some balls. <laughs> But like that, Wait, they voted him as treasurer? Your fraternity agreed that he should be in charge of your money? Well, I mean, he that's what I'm saying. He's a very serious <laughs> kid. Oh. Like, incredibly serious. I would never pay my dues on time and stuff like that. Like, there was yeah. just a litany of reasons that we did not like each other. I probably paid 30% of my dues until being a frat. We had a huge dues problem. Doesn't every frat have a huge dues problem? Yeah. Actually, let's get on to... Let's, let's go dues next. Yeah. But, but let, I'll, we'll keep on They got a huge a dude bit. problem. Yeah, where, what would yours be, Tub? Uh, I think about this almost every time I take a shit about how bad it would be if someone tried to fight me while I was taking a shit. <laughs> like, 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 dude, it's probably the most vulnerable you can be with your pants like locking your legs together. How many sharp and like annoying things in the bathroom that you could fall on? Any way you fall in the bathroom well, is not going to be pleasant. You have a, you have the secret weapon. You have. You have the best weapon of defense is your own shit. Just start throwing <laughs> your own shit. The second he gets shit on him, I mean, he's gonna. That trumps any sort of <laughs> argument you guys had. You just threw shit in his face. You're that telling you me you wouldn't? <laughs> no, I definitely Dude, would. The primate would come out in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I. No, but like, oh, I, I think about my head hitting like the corner of a sink way too often yeah. like a marble yeah. oh my god I always, I I have, always yeah. see those scenes in movies or tv shows that sound that they use and the way the neck bends it just uh, looks so bad uh, and we have a i have a glass glass like separator for the bath shower thingy oh just smashing through that yeah <laughs> oh god what about you carnal maybe like like a funeral probably like my dad's funeral or something or like my mom's funeral, if my dad and I got in a fight at my mom's funeral, that'd be pretty fucked up, right? I mean, oh wait, no, yeah, there's oh, a way wait. that could be funny. It was, oh wait, wait, you said it had to be a place that I go to every day, right, or something? <laughs> yeah, my dad's funeral. 
Or it's like not every day, but it's like somewhere you could just like realistically be. Like on yeah. the I mean, probably in, <laughs> probably in my bed, like right after jerking off. <laughs> yeah. you, got, you got the you got the like as the previously discussed uh like pleasure legs going where they're just like kinda yeah. jello. And you're just like <laughs> Yeah, yeah you got the to toaster strudel like, along your belly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you try and throw that? I would pr- well, I mean I don't what do you mean throw it? That, that's if I it? caught it. Well, I mean, I guess if if I caught well, you're, you're you're implicating that I like would catch my semen after jerking off preemptively before this guy came in. No, I'm like I hear him running up the stairs. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> no, and I cup it in my hands. Your belly, like normal people do, right? No, right, what guys? the fuck? And then what am I gonna do? Wipe it up like this? And just like <laughs> like the card so tricks, the card yeah. throw that they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, but like. Uh, I, I, you know how I was describing that like I do everything I can to just like not move my legs in that like post nut feeling. Yeah, Imagine I'm just <laughs> I'm just like trying to fight him like just a paraplegic. <laughs> or you're like, dude, I wouldn't fight me right now. My legs are gonna go crazy, dude. I have no control over this. And you just start kicking him. And like this. Wait, we know probably the shower is the worst place, right? No. Nah, no, I feel like you shower, shower. You can get slippery. You get slippery. You're you're uh, acclimated to the slipperiness. He's not, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, but he's probably wearing shoes, so he's he has more traction. Yeah, it doesn't but, matter. Mm, I th- you know unless, unless also, he took off all his. I'm coming in there, <laughs> ripping just, off all his clothes. Just, what would you? Would you? If you had to, like, would you turn it really hot or really cold? <laughs> really cold. I could do. I can't handle really hot. You go really. I feel like I go really hot if I had the the side one that you know women use to pleasure themselves, like the one that's, that's for your body. Yeah. You move it around. If you had that yeah. with really hot water and just like torched it at him, you're like hitting all the keypads to switch the flow from like the side one to the yeah. top one to like the mid, and you're yeah. just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's like getting punched around, <laughs> tossed yeah. around in the shower, <laughs> and then you tie it onto the massage setting, and you just say like. Oh. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, yeah, it's like you're a, gonna come or you're gonna fight me bitch like a shitty adam sandler villain getting beaten up in the final act because of the shower that adam sandler made because he's a really good plumber and he's like i got it that's <laughs> totally how they do it. stupid fucking movies <laughs> you know adam sandler is about to be a billionaire oh my god i just watched uncut gems actually i mean that was a good one but i don't know how he's still getting netflix deals why wouldn't he get Netflix? Dude, that movie, He'll Be Halloween, that new Netflix movie, that movie sucks, and everyone's praising it just because they had a bunch of Disney stars in it, little Disney kids that brought them back, these stupid little TikTokers that are like, that was the kid from that one show that ran for one season that's part of my childhood. And they're like, he was in one scene of this Adam Sandler movie. That means that the movie is good. You know they're making a remake of Zoe 101? What is it called? Come on, guys. Uh, Zoe... 102. But there's gonna be a. Uh, it's like all TikTokers. Yeah, I oh, saw really? something Ew. about that. It's fucking ridiculous. Who's? Can we get the list up there, Jamie? Pull it up. Jamie. What did she get pregnant when she was like 17? Yeah, that's why they had to cancel the show. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I was just thinking of. Do, were you ever scared of those Halloween? Because we're in the Halloween. We can talk about it's the hollow season. What is? What is it? What is the spooky season? Spooky season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that all those white pitches say. Uh. Were you ever scared by any, like, Halloween specials when you were a kid? 
Dude, Goosebumps was terrible. Besides, Goose, like those ones are like made to be like that. I'm talking about like a like a. No, wait, dude, Goosebumps the Simpsons scare me now. One, the Simpsons one scared the shit out of me sometimes. The Treehouse dude, of Horror. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about? Because yeah. there's like four. Are you talking they about? They make one every there's, season. There's not four. There's like thirty. There's one. There's one every yeah. season, but the yeah. first season's the only one that doesn't have one. Yeah. Are you serious? They do one that the yeah. Treehouse of Horror, volume whatever it is, yeah. one season. You know the most devastating part of like this depression, COVID, political season is. The depression part of it? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's Halloween. Think about Halloween. What do you look forward to on Halloween? Yes. You don't look forward to candy anymore. You don't look forward. I mean, of course, you look forward to getting drunk and having fun or whatever, but you don't look forward to dressing up. Literally, all you have is watching girls dress up in nothing. I was about to, yeah, I was about to, <laughs> I was about to do that, yeah. That's all we have right now. No, but we don't have that. We don't even have that anymore. Yeah, Maybe don't. that's why I'm losing my fucking mind. Because <laughs> that, that, that day is just, that means the world to me. The fucking, the fucking monologue from Mean Girls is playing constantly in your head. Mm-hmm. Halloween is the one time of the year. Just like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it is the one time of the year. There's, there's no like backhanded slut shaming. Like, girls are trying to out-slut each other for once. And it's incredible. Yeah. And right. we can all get behind it because, like, you got some people being like, oh, that's pro-feminism. The other people being like, tits. Either way, it's fucking fantastic. It's like walking down the street. The one guy's like, hey, great job. It's very powerful. And the other guy's like, tits. And just like walking down this, this street of just, like, 50 guys are like, tits. Great job, tits. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the good thing is, it's like, it's, it's past the pale of, like, it's, Beyond the level where you can, like, a woman, can, like, can complain and be like, oh, you're, I didn't do this for any reason other than this is just what I like to wear. And then you came along and, like, set, like, objectified what I was wearing. No, like, Halloween is the only night where it's, like, uniformly, you're doing this to be a yeah. fucking, like, slut. Like, you're doing it <laughs> in the same way everyone else does it. It's great. But, like, that you can't. You can't really get mad at someone. You can't like, get canceled on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I mean, unless you did blackface. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, brownface. Yeah. I'm Robert Downey Pretty Jr. Much any face, maybe a samurai. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, I, would lo- I would love a girl from NYU with, like, green hair to go to a kindergarten class for Halloween. Like, some guy's a cop. Wow. Wow. You're really... A cab. A cab. A cab. <laughs> and then... She goes down the line, one kid's a samurai. Wow. Are you serious? Are you serious? I have Japanese friends. I'm filming this. I'm filming this. <laughs> What's your name? What's Devin? your badge number? It's a little kid dressed as a cop. What's your badge number? <laughs> <laughs> well, some, uh, some other girl is like, I don't know, tr- something traditional. What's, what's a traditional like woman job? A secretary? Like Because her mom's uh. secretary. She just wants to go. <laughs> no She's one's like, a fucking secretary for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. yeah but let's say like she wanted to go as her mom. Her mom's secretary. She no, comes do, it like, do it like at least something that like she wears like a princess dress. Like something that's like. Yeah. yeah. Like the, uh, <laughs> the white girl wanted to be Cinderella. Yeah. You have 364 other days of this year where you get to be Cinderella. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my day. <laughs> Wait, what are the other ones called? Like the aren't white <laughs> princesses? Jasmine. Like, yeah, it's like. What are you talking What? Oh, the other Disney princesses? Yeah. Rapunzel? No, no, no. It's like they have all these like uh, ethnic ones. I guess ethnic's not the right word. 
Moana? Princesses of Color, yeah. If you, wait, if you think kids could get, like, cancelled for that, or, like, parents could get cancelled for that if their kids wanted to go, is that? No, no right? but I'm, I'm just, just saying how funny, how funny would it be if, yeah. like, kids started getting cancelled? I, I would just love for a group of, like, 14-year-old girls that just made a Twitter account and, like, follow all these woke white girls on Twitter just fucking going down a lot. You don't get anything this year. <laughs> No tricks or cheese. <laughs> Halloween is over right. party. Halloween is canceled. <laughs> Halloween Halloween usually is probably my second I, second favorite holiday. I I mean I haven't really enjoyed it since I was since I was a kid. You didn't I don't, you I didn't d- enjoy Halloween I don't like, in college. I didn't, no, I don't I didn't like just dressing up. I like it's like I I thinking back on it Dressing up and then just getting free candy and like hanging out with your you know four friends and walking around the neighborhood and staying up late and trying to sneak around and whatever the fuck it is whatever we did and you know breaking people's houses and like steal their shit like that was fun. Going to college parties now then or now <laughs> is uh <laughs> was just weird for me. I just didn't like it. Wait, but the, bro, the Halloween party was the most lit. Dude, I that was like the one night of pledging where or that was the one week of pledging where I didn't sleep. Like we. My task, my uh, class was tasked with preparing the whole house. And let me it was, like, fucking ridiculous. We obtained legally or illegally probably over $1,500 worth of Halloween shit. And it was, ah, it was just so beautiful to see all your work and see all these, like, very attractive women, like, very... (laughs) impressed with your 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 work i felt like a man your interior just... designer uh, yeah, yeah. I remember, exactly. we did that, that would too. be your version of feeling like a man yeah did you like what did you like what i did in the I, second did you see what corner? i did with the glow sticks on the ceiling yeah, yeah we hung them <laughs> we hung them yeah yeah it looks really cool like they're floating yeah yeah i i made a uh i made a pumpkin looking <laughs> thing out of jello shots <laughs> it's orange i put like the orange food dye in it and then it became orange after. Yeah, that was all me. That was me. That, I mean, yeah, Jack helped see, a little bit. Did you but... see the front door? Did you see the fog machine? And underneath the fog machine, we had, uh, we had the letters. We had the letters carved into the pumpkin. Holy fuck! We don't have a Dude. fog machine, so we just have a freshman vaping in the corner. <laughs> yeah, no, no, just that. <laughs> just, just on door, like vaping in people's like face as they walk in. Yeah. Welcome to the party. I'll be fun. You know, you, you get yeah, like the deep right. mouth. Five, it's five. <laughs> <laughs> you with them? You with them? <laughs> All right, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, oh, dude, you no. just like you just like you like you hold it in if it's like someone who's valid to come in, and then like as soon as it's like a guy, just, just yeah. like blow, yeah. blow him away. Let me see. Let me see. Come here. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we're here with Trevor Wallace. Big-ass interview. Uh, Big. <laughs> live from America's Toilet Bowl, Cleveland, where he's there playing. What, are you doing, like, a Midwest tour? No, it's just, like, certain states have comedy clubs that are open, and there's, like, literally seven comedy clubs open right now, and Hilarities in Cleveland is one of the only ones. And I mean, I'm sure you, you guys, all you guys, because we've been interviewing a couple other comedians and stuff, everyone's taking a hit. Um when did you decide to get back into it? Uh, pretty much when like, I don't know, when like doctors and shit like only had on like, you know, those basic ass masks. Like the yeah, the blue ones, ones the blue ones. And I was yeah. like, when medical professionals are cool with wearing those, it's like, all right, I feel like I just like, I don't do meat <laughs> free, 
But like, if I see a professional or like somebody of like that health status with like the shitty ones on again, I'm like, all right, it's, I don't know how serious it is. But obviously, I'd like take precaution. I don't like meet anyone after the shows. Like, I literally just chill in my hotel room with my buddy who I also do a podcast with, Stiff Socks Podcast. Check it out, Stiff Socks. Stiff, Stiff, Stiff Socks. Free plug, yeah. free plug. <laughs> Yo, I mean, it must be fuck. It must be kind of like nice. I mean, I know you gotta have. You kind of have to say, "Oh, I love my fans and all that," but like. Not having to do meet and greets is definitely a, a plus. Like you know. uh, yes and no. I mean, it's like it's because a lot of times that's like that's what makes a lifelong fan. If somebody comes to a show, they have a good show, and then they meet you, they're like, oh my fucking, you know, you did everything. You met the guy, you saw him. It's like a cool thing. But now a lot of times it's just like a concept where you're like, oh shit, that's Drake on stage, but like that's like he doesn't know I exist, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yes and no. I mean, it's like. And then sometimes people bring you cool shit. And then like, sometimes people will be like, I drove eight hours for this shit and I made you fucking cookies. And I'm like, for sure, not going to eat those, but hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is cool, like hearing those stories and whatnot. Do you get a lot of like mail and stuff from people? Do you ever do like unboxings? Of no, or? I don't have a PO box or anything. Oh, okay. But uh, yes. Yeah, that would scare me, bro. Well, a lot of, a lot of content people do that and they do like, like, like did you, I've seen so much weird shit just show up in the mail and those kind of things. <laughs> I mean, uh, we we got sent a blowjob machine, so that's pretty weird. Uh, <laughs> that's not weird. Sponsor. That's tight. What are you talking about? What? How does a blowjob machine work? You just put a fucking faucet on a Pringles can and fuck it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my middle school one. But uh, they, they only sent us one for the podcast so like we we're in a weird situation here we're like no you're not put a little bit of lysol on that shit and you yeah. good <laughs> I, don't know who, I don't know who asked them to only send one that's that must be a really weird guy i mean who only asked so them one of you guys one is one. using it for sure who used it yeah i, I mean, mean i have a long distance girlfriend um i've thought about it it's, you haven't used it i still haven't used it now i mean that i have i mean oh, you want to talk about podcast so we had Kendra Sunderland on our podcast, Stiff Socks, Stiff Socks. Legend Stiff of the Sox. game, legend of the game. Yeah, Ohio State. That's K-State State girl, so right? No, Oregon State. Showed, she, she, if you don't know, Oregon State University as a freshman, she like got naked on like a webcam in the library, legend, right? So she yeah. has her own fleshlight molded after her uh, actual vagina. She gave us two, like one for me, one for the first. <laughs> she left, within 15 minutes later, I was fucking candles lit in the bathroom. <laughs> just going after it. I can't believe you got a free blowjob machine and you're not using it. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of stiff socks. If you want to talk about your stiff socks podcast in my room right now, but but not from the blowjob machine. Dude, I, I feel weird putting my dick into something automated. I feel like I'm, I mean, put, I'm shoving my dick into an Android truck in 20 like 14. You got to level up. Baby. <laughs> you're I from California. You're way more progressive than that. That is true. That is true. I'll give you till next month. But or give it to one of the homies for them to try. Yeah, I mean, I'm down to try. It. I was. I'm curious to see as like if hand sanitizer would make it like a nice two-in-one for sterilization and lubricant. What? Yeah, if you want to see what it feels like to get like, like gonorrhea, sure. But I don't think <laughs> fucking- I, I, I think that would clean out my gonorrhea, a little hand sanitizer. That is also kind of true. Well, I mean, you were talking about cleaning out dicks. I, there's been this like new study that came out and uh, apparently the reason our penises are shaped like mushrooms- Yeah, it's not a new out... study. That's not a new study. That's well, a well I learned fact. about it yesterday. <laughs> On a Snapple lid or what? Where are you <laughs> Where are you no, hanging out where they're talking about dicks? Somebody somebody from NYU put in like the teacher talking about it over Zoom and was like- I believe it. NYU, man, I hate it here. As like their submission <laughs> caption. 
And uh, the lady was just talking about it for like 25 seconds. Like, and when the caveman, you know, there weren't a lot of women in the cave, so they then they had to take it. Dude, you should they, teach at NYU. <laughs> Wait, so what, what was the actual study? It was basically like the, the reason our penises are mushroom shaped was to like take out the cum yeah. from other people that had been in the woman earlier. Look, bro. All right, thanks, Joe. You, you, you went to San Jose State. Like, I don't know. We, we didn't it's even like, have teachers there. It was just community. <laughs> Whoever wanted to talk that day could be. <laughs> yeah, just well, to piggyback off that, uh, I'm just going to say what they said in a slightly different tone of voice. <laughs> Circling back, touching base, yeah. all that good stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was probably like whoever had the most sinks and die for like the day. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, when did you start doing stand up? Uh, when I was 17, so I'm 27 now. Everybody thinks I'm like 21, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so 2010. And then I took a little bit of break because I went to college and then just literally all I would do in class was look at TFM. So it's funny how this comes full circle. Like, um, <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. So <laughs> my first two years of college, all I did was just fucking fret. That's all I did. Um, I would literally look at TFM and be like, this is fucking tight. And then I was like the kid, I was like the <laughs> freshman. Cause San Jose is not a fratty. It's, it's like, it's just a random city by the Bay area. So it's not like what's up by San Francisco. So nobody out there is like trying to frat hard. So I was a kid. I showed like, I was wearing Sperry's in like my senior year of high school. Like I was fucking about it, dude. So, <laughs> Wait, so like in a way in these skits, do you ever feel like you're making fun of your old self a little 100%, bit? I, 100%. It's like, that's why it's just like natural to me. It's like, these are the guys I hung out with or like the guys that I connected with was that or because we would I mean, go to this yeah. place called like lake havasu which is where all like the arizona state kids would go and like those dudes were just fucking it was like more like the tool side of frat not like the brooks brothers my dad owns a yacht it's more like my dad does cocaine off like a ferrari key type shit yeah. <laughs> so it was more just like that but um so i stopped doing stand-up uh for like two years just because i was like a freshman and then i was a, a sophomore and i like lived in a frat and then my junior year is when Vine came out. And then I started dabbling on Vine. And then I started getting back into stand-up. So that was like 2014. Did MadCon not accept you? They did not, dude. I was too <laughs> But no, it's crazy. All the MadCon kids now are just like have like wives and like kids. And I'm like, damn, I was fucking quick. But shout yeah. out. You know, live your life. Do what you got to do. I mean, yeah, it's pretty sick. I mean, I feel like that actually took... I, it's kind of like a toss-up you know what i mean what do you think was more challenging like making a video that would go viral in six seconds or being able to like make a one minute skit where you get to write all these creative ideas and like it's quick cuts uh, those type of things i don't know it's it's just different styles of comedy because you can make both work because a six second joke won't necessarily work as well on like youtube but vine is just so bingeable that's why like i, I think tiktok is like the biggest app right now because it's like unbeatable the interface is just so like easy to scroll it's quick it's fast but like yeah it's yeah, i think i can make content for anything it's just how you want to do it because any video i've ever done could be a six second clip like if you just take the title like when frat guys come home for summer right break that down he walks in the door he says one of those lines from the video then it's done you know so <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. You could elaborate it for five minutes, three minutes, whatever you want. It's just about making ways to keep it interesting and, and keep it like the retention. And you, the first one was, am I right in saying like the first one of those that really like blew up was the, like the white claw as, as like the frat character or? 
No, that okay. uh, probably in like 2017, I did like this thing called like Zoomies. It's a skate shop. Um, oh yes, yeah, so no, I remember this. I remember. Yeah, this. that was like the first one that kind of took some some like steam behind it, and yeah. then that just segued into a bunch of other shit. And then that's when I met Chad, who goes by Churdleys. And then that's when we made some uh, shit. Together. I was an I was an OG Andrew Hales fan, oh, so I watched yeah. all there yeah, all there yeah. when they were living together. And uh, I, I so I first saw you on All Deaf Digital. Uh, oh really yeah that's yeah. another venue that are not or like out of that not a lot of people know me from but the people that do know me from that are like they still like rock with me which is cool dude that that shit was i mean i i don't know they i saw they came back for kind of a reunion some of the kind of the people i mean it's it was, like the company got sold and bought out and then like sold now it's just like it's just like in a new like kind of like tapered off but now like new people own it so like it's still content but like the, their older stuff is way better Mm-hmm. you stay in touch with some of those guys or? yeah the, those guys are all like some of the funniest guys i know and they were like really the first one that gave me like any shot when i first moved to los angeles so all great people and all just genuinely yeah. hilarious kev on stage kev on stage that's the homie i just, I just <laughs> talked to him uh, this week good guy uh you're pretty much like a cali boy through and through i know you weren't born there but like mm-hmm. at what age were you like fuck it uh, I'm pretty good at this shit. I'm doing it for a while. Now's my time to move to Los Angeles and make something of myself. Uh, right after college. It was like, like I literally graduated, went home for two weeks and then lived in a pool house for like $400 <laughs> of rent. And it was like, <laughs> it was pool house. It was, so it's like, let's see here. It was my best friend's older brother's best friend. I don't know if that makes sense, but he had a house. Yeah in studio city which on the outskirts of los angeles and then they had a uh like a pool house one of the guys was recording music in and it was just like a shed with a door and then like an ac like block ass unit and then there's no kitchen or like a bathroom so i just used the stuff on the inside but uh i paid like 400 dollars a month for rent which was great because like i didn't have really money i just like saved up money while i was working in san jose were you making uh, skits back then too, or were you just doing stand-up? Uh, a little bit. That, at that point, 2015, that's when Vine had like fully died out. So then I went, oh, yeah. so from 2015 to 2017, I just went hard on stand-up. And I was just like, yeah, just doing as many open mics as I could. But then I started getting back into videos. And then I was like, I think Facebook videos are going to be big because it's just like a, that's all Facebook. Like now it's just super political and trash and like not a lot of people use it. But at 2015, those was like, that's where videos could do well and that's where my first video really popped was yeah there i mean the only reason i use that anymore is to watch a uh, real bros of simi valley how <laughs> how sure. fucking accurate is that show because yeah, i have it's, a it's lot of friends well done. yeah i have a lot of friends from orange county and like you and uh those people in that show like obviously you exaggerate uh for the purposes of comedy and so do they <laughs> but it hits the nail on the head so hard for these kids that own like six Illidelphs and like <laughs> only wear checkered vans and shit like that. Yeah, they got checkered vans in the corner somewhere around here. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It seemed, it was like, Simi Valley was like 45 minutes from where I grew up. So like those kind of guys you'd cross paths with at like a high school party. If it was like a school in between and then like Simi kids would show up, but then also like kids from my high school and you could always tell who was from Simi. <laughs> So what has been like your favorite, your uh, favorite sketch to film? Favorite sketch. Um, Maybe like favorite premise you've had. Damn. Um, I've shot some shit where my dad made a cameo in it and that was pretty funny. Just like random. <laughs> uh, favorite sketch though has probably just been some, oh, it might be uh, me and Chad did this one at 
Coachella where it's like pizza boys at Coachella. It's on. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that one might be the funniest just because it was like in the middle of Coachella and it was just like, it made zero sense. But like we were carrying around like pizza boxes and like people had no idea what the fuck was going on. So that one was pretty funny just because based on principle alone, it was just funny, like watching it all go down. And we were like pretty hammered for that sketch, which is the funny part. <laughs> Literally no yeah, idea. Coachella, Coachella seems like, as someone who's never been really out West, it seems like the biggest like microcosm of like California, just like the what, like the bad parts. So in some, in some people and the way they act, but like, Maybe that's just me being a judgy cunt. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, Coachella is like everything. You get your douchebags, but you also get the people that are like genuinely care about like Tame and Paula. So it's like yeah. both sides of it, but it's fucking tight. It's a good time. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a, the it's probably something to do with the content I've consumed is largely making fun of it rather than celebrating it. But Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, you know? But that's like the same thing. Like, I don't know anything about like Florida, like, where everybody goes to party out there i don't know anything about that so i'm just, yeah, yeah. it's just like where you just fight people on the beach i guess but I, i've never <laughs> yeah it's definitely where you try uh what, what's that native american ayahuasca like, yeah that's where you try ayahuasca for the first time what? i'm going to florida then. like <laughs> partying in florida um i mean that's also like the that, that's definitely like the douche frat capital of, of going to fort lauderdale yeah in uh oh, yeah. i mean it's a good time what's yeah. the pcb we went Pacific. uh that's kind of like shut down I, i'm sure that was big when you were in college but like all that shit basically anything that was popular the year before like the right, county right, mayor man. will just shut down yeah well usually somebody like overdoses or drinks too much and then they're like it's usually what happens with a lot yeah. of them. whatever it is mm-hmm. you know there was this massive float we used to do in uh, chico state university have you ever heard of that it's I'm in the boondocks of north northern california but it's like it's just like, it's like one of those schools that's nothing surrounding it. So you just get fucking hammered and it's just students in the town. And they had this like <clears throat> five mile long float where everybody would get hammered. And like, you're sitting in an inner tube on a river. So you're not standing. So you don't know how drunk you are. And like, <laughs> dude, by the time my friend was like, you got to swim in. And I was like, I'm going to just go. And he's like, dude, you got to swim in. And like, he legit saved my life. And it's like, I still think about that moment. Like, how do you not save me? I would have just kept going. And like, I think the year after somebody had a similar event, unfortunately, and then they like shut it down. So it's just like the school's yeah, name is attached yeah. to it. And then somebody like, you know, had a, a tragic accident. So you got to shut that shit down. Where do you guys go to school, by the way? I go to Rockers, but I transferred from a TCU after this whole Corona shit. Yeah, I go to American in DC. Okay. I, uh, I just graduated from uh, Rowan. Rowan? Yeah. South it's in, Jersey. It's in, yeah, South Jersey. Oh, okay. Wait, Rutgers is Jersey, right? Yeah, we're we're in New Jersey right now. He took the Amtrak up from Washington D.C. Okay. Oh shit, I'm gonna be in New Jersey next week. Um, and I'm being. Yeah, I see. I saw that. Yeah, Ocean Park Ocean. and New Brunswick. Dude, fuck yeah! <laughs> like, I mean, not a big deal, but like. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm whatever. I got no plans. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm. Uh, I'm so like weird. Right, That's I'm so right weird. there. I'm right there. It's, How close uh, are you to New Brunswick? What's your actual address? Say it on the podcast. Yeah, what's the address? You know what? Fuck it. I'll do it right now. I mean, well, it's not gonna, just, I think just last week, it was my friend's birthday. And, um, like, you, you have to rent strippers ahead of time, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, I, mean I, don't, I, I don't know what you mean. I'm, I'm a uh, little, you know what I mean. I see the look in your eyes. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you have uh, to rent strippers? What? Is that- no, like, you have to, like, 
Let Re- rent. I don't think renting is the right That's word. That's not the word. That's not the <laughs> word to use. Per- buy for rent. Pay for services. Yeah. I guess would be the political correct term. Uh-huh. Just the correct. Just the correct. Right. Okay. Uh, but you know, it was like late, and my other friends were really enthusiastic. One of them had a huge Horny, day. Like, yes. Support. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he had a huge yeah. day. So I. I <laughs> kept trying to call these strip clubs like they were like no we can't do that right now it's already like 9 30 so i had to go on this escort service and i was just calling all these girls being like hey like we only need you for stripping like we don't need any of the other services and uh that's the most end of the top story. answer ever just <laughs> only need you to strip don't worry there's no sexual favors i'm not wearing a microphone <laughs> yeah end of this end of the story i lost 120 bucks on cash app you could have told her about mushroom dicks and everything. <laughs> there's actually a study. This is why you're feeling the way. Because I'm not doing this on purpose. Just, exactly. uh, this is science. <laughs> um, we, we've talked to a lot. Most of the comedians we've talked to are like New York City based and stuff like that. And they always talk about like how they have to adapt their comedy as they either go south or west or, or like things along that line. And obviously you're an LA based guy. What's it like adjusting to go out East? Um, luckily, I mean, I'm pretty fortunate enough to like have like a fan base that like knows my style. So I didn't have to change too much when I'm doing like shows for like my fans and shit. It's like, I can just be myself. Cause that's why they came. But if I'm on a lineup, that's like at a random New York comedy club, like you got to bring your a game. Cause they're like, New York's really like joke writers. It's tight. It's fast. It's like, pop, pop, pop. Los Angeles is a lot more like act out and expressions and face. It's more like theatrical versus like New York is just like kind of quick like that. So it's more so just like you just bring your A game because also like in New York as a stand-up comedian, you can do like three shows in a night, like easy. But Los Angeles, yeah. you'll be if you have two, you're like, what am I fucking Dane Cook? Who am I? You know? So <laughs> it's like they they just have a lot more stage time, but they don't really care about the like the razzles of like social media. Like they don't care if you're like have any followers or not because like some of the funniest people in new york have don't even have like instagram or whatever so. yeah who are your uh, favorite comedians um i kind of got a lot i mean like it's cool that i get to work with some of these guys but like theo vaughn is like one of the fun- yeah that's this new jersey show right you yeah yeah, yeah. so that's really tight um but i really like nick swartzen if you know him he's dude we're having him on really that's great <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome he's uh He's just like, he had a comedy special called Seriously Who Farted. I forget what That's my favorite of all time. It was like, I watched that and I was like, I just related to it because it was like the first time I've seen, like at the age I saw it when it came out, it was the first time I saw like stand-up that I was like, oh, I could relate to this. Because a lot of times when you're younger, watching a stand-up special, you're watching like Robin Williams or like somebody older. And it's like, it's just funny, but you're not relating to them. I'm not relating to a Robin Williams special or like, whatever the fuck Dane Cook was talking about in like Vicious Circle and all that. Like, but Nick Swartz and I was like, oh, this guy's a bro. And he's just like a guy that that's just like, that kind of fits like my overall vibe. So uh, just really like that. But, but that guy was really fun. Dave Chappelle, his early stuff, like he had two HBO specials, uh, Killing Him Softly and For What It's Worth are like the two like textbook, like yeah. perfect specials, I think. Um, and then Bill Burr has always just been a great guy to just turn on and just listen to just an angry guy. <laughs> just- just an angry Mick yeah, boss. I mean, just an angry rant, you know, it's awesome. And the hard part is like when I was first starting out stand-up, it was like listening to Bill Burr and then I'd go on stage that night and I would like think that I was like 
Yeah. I was like, oh, I should talk like that too. So I'd be like this pissed off white kid trying to do an act. <laughs> but I think every stand-up comedian when they first start has somebody like there's so many people that like you can tell like oh they watch a lot of this guy or they watch a lot of her like because it just kind of comes out yeah and like they're mechanism- you try to limit that because like i think now i've mean- kind of like bought embodied like who i am as a person and like the fan the, the audience has like found me and i've found my like point of view but it takes a while finding your point of view is like the hardest thing you can like do because you're just constantly um you're constantly just being like, hey, if that works for that guy, I'm going to do that. So it's hard to like, yeah. be like, okay, well, it worked for him for his reasons. How do I work and make it work for me and my own reasons? Yeah, we, I mean, we found that with a podcast too. Like just listening, if you have a podcast that you listen to all the time and just like their style of comedy or even writing, writing blogs or whatever, it's hard to like find your own style, especially like, especially early on. Um, yeah, because the it's easiest to be like why does that work for this company or this person and why doesn't it work for me yeah i mean but you've you've like in the last three years like without a doubt you're probably one of the hottest comedians in the game right now do you ever like fucking look in the mirror and you're just like dude like four or five years ago i almost died like drunk rafting at chico state and now i'm here (laughs) like yeah when i smoke weed that's when i get reflective of myself (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I don't really think about like what I like when I'm just like working. I'm like my brain is always like next, next, next. Like what's in the future? But, like sometimes I'll just like get a little like stoned and like look in the mirror and be like, oh fuck, you're doing the thing you wanted to. And I'm like nice, and then I'll just <laughs> like, naked in front of my mirror, staring at myself for like five minutes. But um, it is interesting, and it, it, it's crazy to see things come full circle and work with people you idolize and. Uh, you know, I told myself, I was like, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to do this. And then this is what I want to do. And it's like, make it actually come true. Or at least to some extent is like nuts. So I don't really think back and let, like, I don't reflect as much as like, I maybe should, or I don't know, but like, it is kind of wild to think. Cause like five years ago, I do, I look different. All I did in college was like work out. I was fucking buff. I was like, I was like maybe like 35 pounds heavier than I am now. And like, I just had no motive. I was like, I'm just going to get hammered. And then I'm gonna like, just like party. And then I was like doing vine a little bit. And then I had a few vines get big and I was like, this is life. And then I was like, what's, what's like the, what's after college. And that's when I moved to Los Angeles. Were you, uh, did you like do like a theater studies or were you like frat guy business or? No, I was like the only guy in my frat who did anything that wasn't like finance or like every guy in my frat was like finance or like engineering. But I was a film major with a minor in theater, so. You can imagine yeah, that... the hit at the parties. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like, you're a theater major? Wow, give me a monologue while you go down on me. I was like. <laughs> um, so like, obviously you mentioned smoking weed. All of us smoke weed and stuff like that. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I smoke Yeah, no, I don't know if you know Yeah, that, dude, I was going to yeah, ask. Yes, I just got one flip yes, in the front so... and I was like, do they smoke weed or what? I burn. I burn. I definitely burn. Dude. Fuck yeah. Stop asking me if I do it. It's like, I definitely do it. But uh, how do you like maintain the relationship when you're on the road? Because like we're planning this tour for fall 2021 of just like going to different fraternities all down south. And like I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to limit the partying with like the professionalism. You know what I mean? Because I'm fucking I'm 20 as is. You know what I mean? You're a young guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't focus too much. Like at age 20, I'd be like, it doesn't really matter. Like, 
Cause like think when else are you going to go on a college tour? Like what, if you do it when you're like 30, it's fucking weird. Unless you're like performing <laughs> yeah. like, in town or something. So like, if you're perform- like, you're, you're doing a work job in itself, you're going on a work trip. It's like the same thing when your fraternity sends you on like those, like those meetings where it's like, all right, every fucking Sigma Chi in the world are like three people from this chapter is at this yeah, place. Yeah, right. Yeah. You don't actually go there yeah, to yeah. learn. You go to there to be like the fucking guys at Penn state rage dick. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about learning so it's like i mean at age 20 it doesn't really matter because the people you'll meet whatever you're doing like maybe later on in life might have a dope job it's not like it's not like you need to like report back with anything i would just like make a lot of connections really because then they'll be like dude that guy that fucking went to Rutgers, he was chill and then like whenever they're in new jersey they'll hit you up and then like i would just maintain relationships if you meet anybody dope that's really it yeah like you do you think I'm dope? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't hit me up ever, but that's cool. <laughs> Tell me I'm dope. Tell me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, dude, at age 20, like, I, I think I was rare to know what I wanted to do by, like, age 20. I think that's, like, wild. I think a lot of people graduate, work some job that they, like, like, my sister worked at some place after college for, like, seven years and then was like, fuck this, and then just moved to New York and started over, so if you i mean if you have any idea what you want to do now then yeah start getting on it but if you're just like in college still like it doesn't really matter plus like once you like you can be as productive as you want but once you turn 21 everything goes out the window because you're like i can go to a bar now and then you're getting fucking hammered on like two dollars a night and yeah it's so i think like once once you turn like 22 get your shit together a little bit just so you know where where you want to go after college and then you can like because if you move to a big city then you can like party in new york for like 22 to 24 then get your shit together but like i don't know I'm, i sound like gary v right now but like, <laughs> like literally just make connections because connections pay off later on down the road it's really it. yeah if you don't have a hundred thousand uh, dollars i can't do it why did i even attempt the impression i don't know why i went there. I, I thought you had a stroke for a second <laughs> i uh, i i i, I it's like i just started it i was like i hate him so much though hey, gary, i know you- yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i got nothing against him he's making no like like i'm sure if i met him i'd be like hi like and like a little yeah i mean that's like, the same thing with everybody i'm sure there's people yeah. that like hate me but then they're like hey can i get a picture and then they like yeah, yeah, to yeah. The and be like, look what idiot i saw and it's like <laughs> <laughs> no this guy got sued by white claw <laughs> who knows how did that how did that happen but like how, how did that how was that situation like for you? awful <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> lost a lot of money. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, yeah, because I, I thought it was more of like they just yell, kind of like yelled at you and then that they and then it stopped and that was it. I didn't know. Well, I had sold say. upwards of like seven thousand t-shirts and then they made me yeah. refund it. So oh, I don't know if any of you guys are I don't know business majors. You do seven thousand <laughs> times what a shirt cost. It would have been a yeah, good yeah. paycheck. So pretty much, I had on the shirt is just like it had the quote from the video ain't no laws you're drinking claws or whatever but they said it promoted reckless drinking and pretty much they didn't care about the cop like the logo and it looking like copyright it just looked too close to their logo so they didn't want they didn't want to get sued for it like if somebody wore that shirt and then got a dui and the cops like what the fuck you can't be hammered in a nissan leaf doing 120 and the guy (laughs) but the shirt there's no law like I mean, people will sue Starbucks for their coffee being too hot. So they were just trying to protect their own self, which I understand. I just wish I knew more going into it because I just made the shirt overnight with my friend and then posted it. That was before I had a lawyer or like I didn't uh, I didn't consult anybody on my like managers or anything. I just did it. So in, in my own right, I see where where I fucked up, but I also see them trying to protect themselves, but I also see them like 
not wanting to do a deal was kind of a little weird on their part because I was like literally unofficial. And they used it on social media, didn't they? Like I, I kind of remember the White Claw official Twitter account tweeting something about. Like, uh, I think when it first happened, they did, but like I don't. Like I saw who like runs their like marketing for the like all the it's like it's not like like White Claw if you go to their Instagram it's just like a bunch of like black and white photos they're trying to be like Ansel Adams of like alcohol but like <laughs> I don't know if they know their demographic their demographic is the guy who's like 21 and he's gonna be a 70 year senior but like has a good heart and like a dope tattoo on his neck so like that's their demo I they just don't I I don't think they want to be. I mean, obviously they love the money they give, but I don't think they want to be associated to like that, like bro-y kind of like blackout, like, like drinking type vibes. Which is kind of dumb because that's everyone who buys them, but. <laughs> yeah, but we stay skinny though. Um... Yeah, but you, you know who owns uh, White Claw? Mike's Hard Lemonade. So next time you're drinking a White Claw, you're drinking a Mike's Hard Lemonade, dude. Look yourself in the mirror, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pussy. <laughs> I didn't say it, but. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's like like you just you were just like naturally just rattling off there like a, a guy with a tattoo. How on earth do you think of these people that are in everybody's lives, kind of like on a general scale, and like make the perfect skit or like the perfect bit about that type of person? Literally, just being observational. Like I took some like improv classes. Those those are really good. Just like because they help you like the specifics, like. There's something funnier than like, like saying a specific is like much funnier than like, if I was like, yeah, this guy's an idiot. He has a car. You're like, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, yeah, this guy's an idiot. He got a Dodge charger. Like that associates <laughs> yeah. right away with who drives that. So yeah. just like thinking about a person, like the guy who never left your hometown, like that's a video. Ah, that one was really fun to do. So for that one, I'm literally like making fun of this actual guy from my hometown. So it's like for research, I look at his Facebook. I look at like... <laughs> Out. Does he know? It's literally like you're just doing your homework. It's like, okay, write his spark notes on this guy who used to be a division three quarterback. Okay, word. And then you just like write down subtle observations. And like a lot of it, it's like the comedy is in the truth, not so much the joke writing. It's like if you say something that's like, are we still going to watch UFC at Buffalo Wild Wings? There's nothing funny about that other than the fact that that's like, oh, that guy would say that. Yeah. It's just being about observational, really. Yeah. That, that's good advice do you does that guy know <laughs> uh i don't know but one time he offered me his three-year-old for a video he's like if you ever need a kid oh for video, he's like if you ever need a kid for a video i got you and i was like i think that's illegal but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like in between putting like the bags of weed on his snapchat and just going through them yeah like, dude it's literally like he'll be like yelling about the government and then it's just his kid like just at a golf course i'm like this is great super nice guy like I, I like i'm not trying to talk shit and like he was like actually like one of my homies so it's like it's just like funny you know yeah, yeah. how long does it take to film one of those videos the editing probably takes longer than the filming the filming it will be like i'll Shout like write it the night before i'll like write like half and then like improv the other half like just whatever comes off but probably like to film like two hours and then editing is like a day and it's most of what you say like just off the cuff improv kind of just said half and half oh fuck some more than others some videos are like we like literally what's funny is like the uh the video i did with chad at the beach i don't know if you guys saw it we're like yelling the at football each other one? Football. oh no yeah 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 the, uh that one was there wasn't like a thing written it was just like when chad has an idea we just that's just the premise and then we just go 
So we'll just like yeah. film my lines, film his lines and whatever we say, we just try to remember it. So like that one had zero agenda and like a lot of the stuff we do together, we just show up and be like, here's the overall idea. And then let's just like go from there, which is kind of like tight. Cause that's like what they do for like a lot of shows and a lot of movies. Like, yeah. you know, like Reno 911 and like all Will Ferrell movies. Yeah. They're like, a lot of it's just like, Hey, this is your character. This is what you, this is like your motive or whatever. So it's like, for that one is like, we're hung over at the beach and then you ruin my day. And I'm like, okay, word. And then it's just like, I just spit out a bunch of shit and then just like edit the best. Yeah. How are we doing on time here? Yeah. We'll probably just wrap it up soon, but we're fucking incredibly grateful that you did this interview, man. Um, I think it's cool just to come full circle. I used to literally be in class on TFM, just like, and then like, I think somebody from our, what was it? Oh, fail Friday. Some kid, do you guys still have that? Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Kind of. But like, that was like, I used to check that every Friday. I was like pumped to look at that. And then some Dude, kid, I look at all of them. It sucks. Yeah, some kid from some kid that was like pledging, I think, got on there for just like whatever, looking like an idiot. And I just remember being like, "This is a tight moment. San Jose State is on fucking fail Friday, <laughs> on the map, boys." He, his job is literally to go through what people send in, and it's just like hundreds and hundreds of video of people like shotgunning white claws, and it's just like, dude, oh. I I fucking hate my life. Um, <laughs> Not a bad job to have. No, it's not. I mean, like, I, there's other things I do. Um, but, yeah, it's like like he said. Just a kid on a jet ski, shotgun and white claw. His friend throws it to him. He catches it with one hand. I probably get that, like, 65 times a day. Oh, on the wakeboard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sick, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, the first 40, I, like, responded to them being like, that steez as fuck. How long do you think you can make of just only that video? How long would that video be of a compilation? I could, I could go that? hours. I could go. I've been doing this for three months. I could probably but go Think hours. about how many they don't catch and then are just at the bottom of a lake. <laughs> when lakes get emptied, it's just be a bunch of bones and, like, full white claws. So. <laughs> uh, do you want to, you know, like, promote anything? I mean, yeah. Uh, mainly is my podcast, Stiff Socks, uh, every Wednesday. Yeah. And who's, who's the uh, co-host of your podcast? Just out of my own interest. Uh, Michael Blaustein, just another fun okay. stand-up comedian. All right, man. Uh, we appreciate oh, wait, you. you... Want to do the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, okay. Just for my own personal clout a little bit. I usually like take a picture of the guest and put it on my Snapchat story and then um, like have TFM posted on their story. Dude, is that why you wanted me here? You just want a Snapchat clout? I just want that dude, fucking face. Mike, get you some fucking more strippers to fucking steal your cash. <laughs> All right, dude. Whatever. I'm going to get my clout right now, too, dude. You see that Brazzer pop socket, baby? And that's why we can't always believe what we hear from the press. Never uh, criticize without knowing the facts. What are you doing for the Latino community today? I might have tacos when I go home. I'm not quite sure yet. I have spent two years in Puerto Rico. Um, I will probably do the same thing for the Latino community. I realize that's not really the comment to say right now. You might have tacos tonight. I might have spaghetti tonight. Being of Italian descent, um, I could go out and have... I've had uh, ethnic food, and when you ask me what I was doing for Latinos tonight, I may go out and have a Latino dinner in the Latino community. There's nothing wrong with that. And you can twist it and turn it whichever way the press decides to do.